Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. I'm going to be talking to you on the subject, the grace to increase. I want you to turn to your neighbor and prophesy to them and tell them, neighbor, thou shalt prosper. Thou shalt prosper, prosper. And today we are going to talk about the grace to increase. The grace to increase. The grace to increase. You know, when you look at the scriptures, you realize that when God begins to work with us, he moves us from glory to glory. Not from grace to grass, but from grace to grace. From glory to glory. From anointing to anointing. From one level to the next level. Someone get ready for the next level that God is taking you to. So the Bible says, and it came to pass, verses 25, Genesis chapter 30, verses 25. And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I, will, I may go to my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and let me go. For you know my service which I have done for you. And Laban said to him, please stay if I have found favor in your eyes for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Then he said, name me your wages and I will give it to you. Uh, have you ever gone for a job interview and they told you, well, uh, we've asked you all these questions, but there's this one more question we want to ask you. What salary do you expect? To some people, that is the hardest question to answer. In a way, it feels like a setup. If you say too much, they may not give you that job. But if you say too little, you may short change yourself. And Laban is asking Jacob, and he's saying, name me your wages, and I will give it. One of the things you must understand in life is that you can never live by the dictates of another man. As long as there is a man that determines your, uh, your income, as long as your income, your, your life is determined, the level of your life is determined by another man, you are cooked. 
Whether it is your father, whether it's your mother, whether it's your best friend, whether it's your husband, whether it is your big boss, whether it's your pastor, whether whoever it is, if your way of life, if your life and the increase of your life is determined by a man, you are cooked. That one you must understand. So uh, Jacob understood this. Uh, so Jacob, verses 29, answered and said to him, You know how I have served you and how your livestock has been with me. For what you had before I came was little and it has increased to a great amount. The Lord has blessed you since my coming and now when shall I also provide for my own house? So he said, what shall I give you? And Jacob said, these are very beautiful words. Jacob said, you shall not give me anything. What shall I give you? Wait. You shall not give me anything. That is liberty. That is freedom. What shall I give you? You shall not give me anything. Should we send you an air ticket? No, I'll come. Thou shalt prosper. Eh? Should I pay for us? No, I'll take care of that. You shall not give me anything. But if you will do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep your flock. Let me pass through all your flock today. Removing from there all the speckled and spotted sheep and all the brown ones among the lambs and the spotted ones and speckled ones among the goat. And these shall be my wages. Uh, notice what he, what he has said. Yeah, Let me get into your flock. Let me pick out all the speckled all the spotted, all the brown ones, and those ones will be my wages. Well, uh, you are going to see later what happens, but I want you to keep that in mind. But verses 33 says, so my righteousness, in fact, let's read this together. One, two, three, go. Uh -huh. Righteousness will answer for me in time to come when the subject of my wages comes before you. Everyone... Uh, will be considered stolen if it is with me. Okay? And Laban said, Oh, that it were according to your word. In other words, I like this deal. So Laban 
that day removed the male goats that were speckled and spotted. All the female goats that were speckled and spotted. Everyone that had some white in it. And all the brown ones among the lambs. And gave them into the hands of his son. Then they put three days journey between himself and Jacob. And Jacob fed the rest of, la of the lambs flocks. Do you see what has just happened here? He told him, I want to go through your, the flock. And I want whatever is speckled, spotted, and brown. I want it to be my wages. He said, ah, that's a good deal. But then... He woke up in the morning and got all of the ones he asked for and removed them from the, from the flock and gave them to his sons and told them three days journey. I don't, I don't want them to mix with these ones that are just not mixed. That's what just happened. But Jacob had said to him, so my righteousness will answer for me in time to come. My righteousness will answer to me, for me. My righteousness will answer for me in time to come when the subject of my wages comes before you. Okay? Uh, we'll put this together. Uh -huh. So, uh, now, verses 37. Now, Jacob took for himself rods of green poplar and of the almond and chestnut trees peeled white stripes in them and exposed the white which was in the rods. And the rods which he had peeled, he set before the flocks in the gutter and in the watering trough where the flocks came to drink so that she, they, could, they should conceive when they came to drink. So the flocks conceived before the rods and the flocks brought forth straight, speckled, and <laughs> Now, by the way, some of you may not know who Jacob is. Let me first explain to you who Jacob is. Jacob is the son of Isaac. Isaac is the son of Abraham. In other words, he's my grandfather. I am in that line. The line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When God visited Abraham, he told him, I will bless you and in your seed. I'll bless you and your seed. He made a covenant with Abraham and Abraham's seed. Now, that one you should understand. Every time you meet Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, put yourself in the line. Thou shalt prosper. Now, Laban doesn't know who he is dealing with. Laban is dealing with a man on whom God had credited righteousness. Hi. You are going to get this. It is going to move you to the next level. And so when Jacob, when Laban thinks he can pay Jacob, Jacob tells him, uh, look, don't give me anything. Because I have something in me. Laban, don't give me anything. 
because I have something in me that makes the rest of the world bow down to me. I prosper wherever I am planted. So, Laban removes the speckled. Jacob decides to put sticks and when the sheep and the lamb and the goats are conceiving, he puts it before them. Then Jacob, the Bible says in verses 40, separated the lambs and made the flocks face towards the sticks and all the brown in the flock of Laban. But he put his own flocks by themselves and did not put them with Laban's flock. And it came to pass, when the stronger livestock conceived, that Jacob placed the rods before the eyes of the livestock in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the flocks were feeble, he did not put them in. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger were Jacob's. Thus, now listen, I love these words. Thus, the man became exceedingly prosperous and had large flocks, female and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Now, when you see camels and donkeys in the Bible, you see vehicles for us. Lorries and trucks eh? and sedans and uh, pickups. When you see goats and lambs, see riches, houses, plants, eh? like things that make life work. When you see male and female servants, you see employees. Many employees, many people that are being employed because you are exceedingly. Thou shalt prosper and become very prosperous. And you see, Isaac, the Bible says, uh, the Bible says Abraham was prosperous. The Bible says Abraham was prosperous. Then Isaac began to prosper. He continued to prosper and became very prosperous. But Jacob became exceeding. My goodness, my goodness, my good, my goodness, my goodness. Uganda hasn't yet seen what prospering looks like. But you know, I have heard that by Joseph. The whole of Egypt was sustained. That is the sun coming out of Kakati Nyabo Sebo. You are coming out of this thing. This is the thing that has given birth to you. This is the thing whose seed you possess. Thou shalt prosper. There is a reason I am laboring to tell you these things as much as I am laboring like this. 
because of the way God works. The Lord works from the inside out, not from the outside in. You first get pregnant, then you give birth. You don't first give, get a baby, and then you get pregnant. I think it makes sense that way. So, what we are doing right here, right now, is giving you a holy pregnancy. In these 21 days of prayer and fasting, you must conceive something. And you see, the thing about conception is you can... I wish I can tell you this story. You know, the first time my wife and I conceived, we had never conceived before. So we didn't know. We just didn't know. We just kept doing our normal business because we didn't know. But we had conceived something. So one day I am at my home and I receive a phone call from school where my wife was working. She was working in the school restaurant. And this lady gives me a phone call and says, Alex, your wife is in trouble. You need to come here very fast. Hey. It was a different call. Then I came. When I go to the school, I found four police cars. Four, not one. Four police cars. Two fire brigades. And two ambulances. You know, some people come with a bang. That's Aliyah. Yeah? <laughs> and I was, the moment I got to the school, my heart jumped out. I'm like, whatever my wife has done this time, we are finished. Praise the name of Jesus. I think you don't like that story. <laughs> but come to find out, we didn't know that we were expecting. Because some, when you first conceive something, it looks like nothing has happened. Are we together? I know some of you have never conceived, so bear with us who have children. <laughs> I got there and then I found her sitting in the ambulance. I said, oh, she didn't burn the school down. And when we went to hospital, that's when we found out that we were two months pregnant. And we didn't even know. Some of you are so pregnant, it just doesn't yet show. And I am saying, thou shalt prosper and become exceedingly prosperous. Someone say, I prosper. I prosper. I shall prosper. Oh, yes. Kakati, you see, the problem with our natural mind is you first want to see the house. You first want to see the vehicle. You want to first see these things in order for you to begin to know that you are prosperous. But what happens to us who are believers in Jesus Christ is that something first has to hit your spirit. And you begin to see it. 
and you begin to feel it. And you, 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 your, your heart is taken by this thing. It is called the grace of increase. When the grace of increase comes upon you, you begin to see yourself increasing before anybody sees it. You, you, you begin to talk like you, you, you are there and everybody is saying, For us, we don't see it. In reality, there is something you are filled with. And when you make decisions, people don't understand why you would decide to move from Chirombe and rent in Mutungo. And they are like, but there is something that you feel inside you that is saying, I am better than this. I can do more than what I am doing. I can excel in this thing. Why are you applying for a course in such a university? I, I can. Thou shalt prosper. Now, you see, we just read. The story of Jacob. And you see, Laban wants to pay him. He says, I don't pay me. He says, but I'll just take the sheep. And Laban says, okay, you will take the sheep. He takes away the sheep that would give birth to those sheep. What he doesn't know, there's something that he doesn't know. There's something that Jacob hasn't told him. In fact, if you read that story and just stop there, you also miss it. You have to go to the next chapter that shows you, eh, eh, oh my God. So this is how it works. Let's go there. Chapter 31. Now, Jacob heard the words of Laban saying, you know why? Because remember, he had become exceedingly prosperous. And the sheep that he had, his were stronger. And Laban's were weaker. Because he had a mechanism that Laban did not know about. A mechanism that was privy to him. I am telling you, God can give you ideas. That you, even you, you think... How did I even think about this? Someone testify to your neighbor. Tell them a time is coming. When I even also me, I will sit on my bed and wonder. How did I even ever think about this? And it worked out so well. That is the destiny of the children and the sons of God. How did I ever even think about this? How did I, where did I even get the boldness to step up and talk to this man? Like, you, even you, after you have talked to them and they have also agreed to do what they have dis, decided to agree, do, you are like, eh, eh. Like, who am I speaking about? Testify to your neighbor. Tell them, he's preaching about me. Right now, right now he's talking about me. Right now, thou shalt prosper, I shall prosper. Yeah. Oh yes. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I see God is dressing you with a certain boldness that you never really had. God is giving you a certain resilience that you never really had. God is dressing you with a grace to increase. Oh yes. Oh yes. 
But how did I actually, how did I think about writing this paper at this time? And you did, you, you, even you don't know, but it was the grace of God that was pushing you in a direction you could not have pushed yourself. But because you are the seed of Abraham and there's something called my righteousness shall speak for me. And we are, we are going to touch that. When, when righteousness answers. Praise the name of Jesus. So in chapter 31, Jacob has become very rich. Very, very rich. Someone say, I'll become very rich. I will prosper in all ways. In all ways. I'll prosper in ministry. I will prosper financially. I'll prosper with peace of mind. I will prosper with a family. I will prosper in everything God has called me to do. As my soul prospers, so shall I prosper in everything. This is my destiny. In Jesus' name. Now, Jacob had the words of Laban's sons. Omani, I've kept telling you this whole week. Or this past week. That... A time is going to come when you are not the one who gives the testimony about your life. Like someone will be looking for a good example to give and you are the only example they can give. Who am I speaking about? Uh -uh, let me tell you about how God works. You know, there was a man. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> The, um, you know, I have a story, but let me tell you a better story. Eh? People will be saying like that. I, I have a story, but let me tell you a story. There was a man at the state church called Derek Molly. Hey, come on. Oh, yes. We are going to write books they are going to quote. We are preaching someone's they are going to reference for a long time. Glory be to God. We are writing books that are going to be in, in, in university libraries. Glory be to God. We are giving birth to children that will be invited in state houses. Glory be to God. We are formulating marriages that people will refer to as the reference points. Because thou shalt prosper. Thou shalt prosper. Someone say, I shall prosper. And become prosperous. And be very prosperous. Until I am exceedingly prosperous. Oh yes. Thou shalt. Prosper. So. The sons of Laban. They're the ones that began talking. And some of you, you don't want people to talk about you. But let me tell you. People only talk about people who have done something. And can you imagine? You have they ever talked about you concerning stealing of money for Uganda? They can't. You are not the president. You get it. Even you, if someone came and told you, ah, 
Msumba Alexi yabye sente za Uganda iwalaikiza Uganda where ngiyazisanzewa Praise the Lord but a time is coming But now they will say ah ah huyo aba sente ze kanisa oyinzo kuba sente ze kanisa ngatoina ngatoina kanisa You first have to have a church before people can kuwaiza Praise the name of Jesus You know, you, you, let me tell you, when you build a four-story house apartment at the age of 32, then stories will come up. They will come up. They will speak all manner of stupid words, but because prosperity, thou shalt prosper. You know, I've told you this story before, but it is my story, so I can't make up another one. It's the one I have. I, should I tell it again? Yes, let me tell it again. Praise the name of Jesus. You know, when I finished my senior six, I was the best student in my school. Because thou shalt prosper. And I entered the taxi, I sat behind Then after two of my classmates also we had both we had all gone to school to pick our our no not reports results these are results reports are not for candidates <laughs> these were results so i sat in the back and these two uh, classmates sat in the front uh, right in front of me And then they were talking. They didn't know I was behind. I am telling you, people are going to talk about you. Yeah. Not because of anything else, but because thou shalt prosper. Oh, your mother, she has just come out of university two, three years ago, we have seen. When does she get a driver? How, how come she's driving? Ah, those are the girls. Those are the girls we told you about. And you will say, yeah, but thou shalt prosper. They began talking and saying, "Nika mtagubya kanu, katu singa katia, kaveranga, ukakubakubi, nanga kaya." Oh, one of Praise the name of Jesus. And then some of us, when you hear such words, your head becomes big. And God says, "Okay, let me spare you that the next time." No, Lord, don't spare me of those things, because Thou shalt. Oh yes. Jacob had the sons of Laban complaining. Jacob has taken away all that was our fathers and from what our father uh, what was our fathers he has acquired all this wealth. Didn't their father give them all the speckled and brown and spotted animals? Didn't he give all of them to them? Did he leave any of them with Jacob? How come Jacob is prospering and they are complaining? Huh. People, don't miss this evening's service. Don't miss this evening's service. Because there's something there, here I want to touch on, but... I have only nine minutes I can't touch now. Please don't miss that evening service.
Oh my gosh. Huh. But then Jacob saw the, the continents of Laban and indeed it was not favorable toward him as before. You know the continents. You know when you look at someone and you just realize you were friends, you are no longer friends. Like you come, hi Michelle, and he's like, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. It's like, ah, what happened? No, nothing happened. You prospered. Like, levels are in ya. It's okay. It's okay to leave certain friends behind. It's okay. It's okay to leave some people behind. It's, it is okay. It's okay. Wetwari kuleve, not why to gata chano. Netuyambu ka chano nezikola chi. Nezichuka, it is okay. Because I am all right. Hey. It's only who are in the overnight that can understand that. Praise the name of Jesus. It is, I am all right. And he commanded, uh, and, and so uh, Jacob, where are we? 31, my Bible opened. And Jacob saw the countenance of Laban, and indeed it was not favorable toward him as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob said, sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field and to his flock, and he said to them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not favorable toward me as before, but the God of my father has been with me, and you know that with all my might, I have served your father. Yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. But God did not allow him to hurt me. This is where I started from. I told you, if your uh, life, your income, your ways, your, your life is controlled uh, uh, and determined by another man. That is recipe for hurting. Bulimuntu akupi mirakobu pimizi bossi wo. Tasovola kuwa sente zigulas the same car he's driving. You wait, even you when you become a boss, you will realize, even you as a boss, there is no way it is impossible for you to pay your workers according to, in fact, according to all the energies they put in. You can't. But in fact, for most workplaces, you will notice they are trying to get as much out of you for as little as possible. It's true. And I am speaking, I am also an employer. But there is something called the blessing. There is something that God has. So Jacob took his two wives and spoke to them. And uh, in verses 7, he says, Your father deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said, The speckled shall be your wages, then all the flocks were speckled. And if he said this, the strict shall be your wages. Then all the flocks uh, bore strict. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. 
Now, do you see what, what, what has been happening is whenever uh, Laban would see after a year that it seems like the sheep is giving birth to only speckled, then he said, uh-uh, let's change this. You now have the staked. And then that year, he would realize it is all straight. He said, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Now, let's make it brown. Let's make it brown. And then that year, it would be all brown. He said, ah! Let's go back to the original deal. We had said something about. But every time he would change, Jacob would continue to prosper. You will prosper. Whether you are in Uganda, they will write about you in the UK. Whether you are in Nigeria, they will write about you in the United States. Whether you are in the United States, Ugandans shall be quoting you. They'll be saying, we have our brother in the U.S. Hey! Glory be to God. Thou shalt prosper. Now, now, verses 10 has the secret. Verses 10 has the secret of Jacob's prosperity. Let's read it together. And it happened that at the time when the... Uh-huh. 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 And the angel... Saying, uh huh, Jacob, I said, Here I am. And he said, Uh huh, lift your eyes now and see all the rams which leap on the flock as teched, speckled, and gray spotted. For I have seen all that Laban is doing. Now, this is the reason for prophecy. The reason for prophecy is that you may be able to see what God sees while, even when it does not match the natural. The ability for you to see things the way God sees them, even before, you, before the natural response, is what makes it work. It is why I am laboring these whole 21 days, we shall be laboring together with my pastors to tell you, I want you to see that you are not going to remain behind. You shall prosper. You shall prosper because you must see what God sees about you before it comes to pass. So, in chapter 30, we see that Jacob is getting sticks and putting them in the trough where the animals are feeding. And we think that it is because the animals look and see the speck that that's how they give birth. But in chapter 30, he tells us he had a dream. God spoke to him and tell him, Jacob, I want you to lift up your eyes and see. Yeah? Lift up your eyes and see that whenever this Sheep are busy mating. You look, whatever sheep you see 
mating. You look at it and see like it is speckled. This mystery is what makes us prosper. The ability to see what we want when the circumstances around are saying the very opposite. You know, I told you I was the best student in my school at senior six, right? Do you know how many points I got in mocks? They are laughable. I got seven points in mock. They mocked me, and they were not three subjects. They were four out of four. So much so that my Luganda teacher looked at me and he said, What are you doing? Because I had got something near the F, not F, but something near the F in my Luganda. It was called, Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, that's what I had got. Oh. If, let me tell you, you know things are bad. If your teacher looks at you and says, what can you do? And then you t I told my teacher, sir, I am going to get an A in Luganda. The man laughed. The man laughed. Now, our school fees then was 180,000 in boarding school. The same school now they pay 1.2. Yeah? Now, my teacher said, Mutagubia, if you ever bring an A in Luganda, now, if your own teacher Eh? can get a quarter of your school fees and say like confident that you can never this is your teacher confident that you can never but then you have a God who says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. A thousand shall fall on your side. Ten thousand on your right hand. But it shall not come near you. With my right hand, I will save you. I will uphold you. I will give you my peace. I will set your foot upon a rock. I am God that establishes you. Guess when the examinations came back, how much I had in Luganda. I had an A. For me, there's nothing I don't know in Luganda. Don't tell. They told me everything I know. I got an A. There's nothing more than an A you can get. But the principle is right here. He says to him, 
Lift up your eyes and see. Lift up your eyes and see. Because mana wange, wewera vida wori. Where you see yourself, not where you forget yourself. Where you see yourself is where you are. When my wife finished primary seven, she used to tell her friends, me, I, me I'm not going to study university in Uganda. She, she hasn't studied university in Uganda, but she has university education outside of Uganda. Where, where, where you see yourself? Where you see yourself. So, what do you see about your life? A lot of us today, in this fasting and prayer season, what we need to do is, we need to be changing what we see about us. We need to begin to see different. To see different. Praise the Lord. Ne you know, I, 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 I was told of this guy. I, I was working with one of our pastors, and we met a guy on the road. The guy was driving a Mercedes-Benz, a, a, a new Mercedes-Benz. And, and then he told me, I know this guy. I know this guy. I said, you do? Yes. So he looked, peeped through, and waved at him. And, he, and the guy also waved at him and drove his Mercedes and left. And then two minutes later, he receives a call and he says, ah, you see, I told you, he's the one calling. So the guy, he says, I lived with this guy in the same house. But this guy, even when we didn't have what to eat, for him, he used to behave like a rich man. So, yeah, he said, he never used to just go in any toilet. No, 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 no. If he wanted to go to a toilet, he would actually walk and go to Sheraton to use the words. <laughs> he said, he, even if he doesn't have money, you would find him seated there. He buys a bottle of water for 3,000 and sits there. He said, this guy, he would never buy a shirt from anyone when that shirt is not ironed. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's like, I, I can tell you, it may be that even he's driving that Mercedes. It may be that he's still just making payments on it. But the guy, he refused a simple life. He says, lift up your eyes and see. And see that all the rams which leap on the flocks. See it's speckled. Gray spotted, even if it is a brown one, let it be brown. But for you, you see 
that it is speckled and spotted which means you see that one day you are sitting in a bigger office Eh? We, 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 you are the one owning this business. You see, you, you, you see that you are the one making the deals. You see, even if you are the one cleaning the, the boardroom, see that one, you are the one sitting there. You are the one making the decisions. Can you see? Can you see? Can you see how you would arrange your own chair? Can, can you see? This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.